This is Weekly Dose of Wellness, brought to you by Memorial Care Health System. Here's Deborah Howell. And welcome to the show. I am Deborah Howe, and if it feels like your child is sick all the time, well, you're not alone. Our guest today is Dr. Emily Edwards, a board-certified pediatrician who practices out of Memorial Care Medical Group's Huntington Beach Health Center. She has some helpful advice you'll want to follow to help prevent your child from getting sick at school and to stay healthy year-round. Welcome, Dr. Edwards. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It is a pleasure. And now when your child spends an extended amount of time indoors and is, of course, around other kids at school, it increases the chances of them getting a cold or flu. So you have five tips about how to help keep your kids healthy while they're at school. Shall we uh, dive right in? Yes. All right. Number one, I know this first tip is very simple yet so, so difficult. Hand washing. Let's talk about the importance of hand washing and how parents can encourage their kids to avoid touching their faces. Definitely. Hand washing is one of the easiest and most effective ways to prevent spreading germs around kids. Teaching kids how and when to wash their hands allows them to play an active role in their own health as well. Starting at even like the toddler age, parents can teach kids that hand washing is fun and incorporate it into their daily routine. Letting kids sort of, you know, pick out their own soap or their own soap dispenser at home with their favorite character or holiday theme is one way to engage them in this process. I know I just let my kids pick out their own little pumpkin soap dispensers for Halloween that they're really excited about. Um, it's imp- <laughs> yeah, it's important to teach them proper technique as well. You want to teach them to wet their hands with warm water, not too hot, of course, and then scrub for at least 20 seconds, lathering with soap, rinsing, and then drying with uh, a clean towel. And it's a good idea for parents to model this behavior to their kids and you know, show them how the proper way is to do it. Um, Kids should be taught to wash their hands after using the bathroom, after coughing and sneezing, playing with their pets, and, of course, before eating. Um, Of course, we don't exactly know what they do at school, so it might Mm -hmm. be a good idea for parents to check with their child's teacher to see what their hand-washing policy is as well. Um, In terms of, you know, teaching kids to avoid touching their faces, this is just a reminder. We all know that cold, flu, and stomach viruses enter the body through touching the nose and eyes and mouth. So, just educating your children um, to keep their hands away from these areas on a regular basis can help. You also want to remind your kids not to be sharing any cups or straws when they're at school. Right. Let's talk about the importance of hand washing. A lot of people wind up washing really just their fingers, and they don't get right down to the wrist and the, the palm so much. So keep that in mind with your kids as you're teaching them, right? Absolutely. Number two, how does lack of sleep increase a child's risk of getting a cold or flu virus? We can't underestimate how important sleep is. Good sleep hygiene is really critical for adults as well as children's, you know, overall health and wellness. Lack of sleep can definitely affect your immune system. Um, It increases your stress levels and decreases your body's ability to fight infections. Um, Studies have shown that people who don't get enough sleep or quality sleep are more likely to get sick after being exposed to a virus, like the common cold virus. Um, Lack of sleep can also affect how quickly your body recovers, and it might actually delay the process of recovery if you're not getting enough sleep. Kids need, you know, varying hours of sleep. Preschoolers usually need about 11 to 13 hours of sleep. Grade school children, about 9 to 12 hours, and teenagers need about 8 to 10 hours of sleep. And to really help promote good sleep hygiene in your kids, it's important to stick to a regular early bedtime routine at home and 
certainly limit the use of electronics before bedtime. Absolutely. That is a big one. So that's one and two. And if you do even just those two, you're going to really be ahead of the game. Number three, getting kids to eat healthy can be a challenge for so many parents, especially those who have picky eaters. I know because I was one. How can eating a balanced and healthy diet help your child's immune system? So you want your child to get plenty of vitamins and minerals in their diet. Having high levels of vitamin C and zinc in their diets can help prevent infections. So these minerals and vitamins are most readily available in real foods, like fruits and vegetables. Um, Things like broccoli, strawberries, and oranges have high levels of vitamin C, for example. Um, Vitamin D foods are like tuna, fortified milk, and cereals. Um, Eating foods that have probiotics in them or using a probiotic supplement can also help to decrease the risk of um, gastrointestinal illnesses like vomiting and diarrhea and um, can help shorten the duration and severity of those illnesses if they do get a stomach virus. What foods are high in zinc? Meats like beef, chicken, pork, um, lentils have a lot of zinc in them, oatmeal, mushrooms are all good examples of foods that are high level and that have high levels of zinc. Why is it important for kids to be active every day, and how can that help them from getting sick? So keeping your kids active helps to promote blood circulation, and this really boosts circulation of the the infection-biting cells, the white blood cells in your body. Studies have shown that regular moderate exercise can help to reduce the number of cold and flu episodes that occur over the course of a year by 25 to 50 percent. And if you think about it, kids usually get about 8 to 10 colds or illnesses a year. So if we can cut that in half um, just by increasing exercise, that would be great. Absolutely. The last one, are, are you ready for this one? We're already seeing flu shots being advertised. Can you share the importance of getting the flu vaccine and making sure that all of your child's immunizations are up to date? Absolutely. It's critical for all kids to be up to date on all of their vaccinations. And now it's a requirement for most California schools that kids are fully vaccinated unless they have a medical exemption. So this is great news for public health and for your own child. Um, Flu shots are recommended for all children six months and older each and every year. The flu vaccine is one one of the easiest and most effective ways to prevent your child from getting ill during the school year. If your child gets the flu, they could be out of school for up to five to seven days with high fever and chills and sore throat. Parents have to miss work when they're out, you know. So one of the easiest things that we can do is get the flu shot. And by getting the flu shot, you'll reduce your risk of getting the flu by 50 to 60 percent. The vaccines are readily available. They're usually covered by insurance, and many public health offices offer them for free. Flu season can start as early as October and run well into the spring, so it's important to get your flu vaccines as soon as your doctor is offering them. So from this date forth? Absolutely. Protect your whole family because the flu is highly contagious. Definitely. Is there anything else you'd like to share with parents? If your child does get sick, it's important to know when to keep them home from school. And you always want to follow these guidelines that the school has. Most kids you know, aren't supposed to return to school until they're, you know, feeling better and complete their daily work. They, their fevers should be gone for at least 24 hours before they return to school. They shouldn't be coughing a whole lot, and certainly you want the vomiting and diarrhea to be resolved before they return to school. And this will help prevent the spread of illness to their other classmates. 
I love it. So much good information. To learn more about Memorial Medical Group's pediatricians, visit www.memorialcare.org slash pediatricians. Thanks so much, Dr. Edwards, for taking the time to be with us today. We really do appreciate it. I'm Deborah Howell. That's all for this time. To learn more or to listen to a podcast of this show, go to memorialcare.org. That's memorialcare.org. That's all for this time. Thanks for listening and have yourself a terrific day.